0: Uh, so open up your books to one fifty-five, <clears throat> and we'll take a look at uh, at each of these in turn. All right, and the first one is in B, the article with de, to change subjects. Now. In this, sometimes in a conversation or narrative section, when you have two people going back and forth, or an interchange in the narrative, they will switch to the other person just by doing the article with death. Look at example two. Jesus loved sinners, or sinful people. Hoy death. But they said, we do not love you. See, now the hoi de, you know, you might say hoi de, hoi who? Well, it's just the other guy in the narrative. Or the other guy in the conversation. So, you'll see this going back and forth, switching back and forth, hoi de, hoi de, you know, something like, Pilate said to Jesus, who are you? Hode said, my kingdom is not of this world. Hode said, do you not know that I have the power to release you? you know, and so you, all you're doing is, it's like saying, and he, and the he is the other guy in the conversation. You'll see this quite a bit in the narrative, just switching back and forth. All right, um, let's go to C. Already in the centuries before Christ, a tendency arose to affix weak aorists connecting vowels and endings to strong aorist stems in the third principal part. This had the merit of basically allowing the aorist to look like an aorist. Take a look at examples three and four instead of having anang kun or i pun you have anang ka or i pan now the merit of this is that the third person singular and the third person plural are now easily distinguished so Let's take pun. That co- Well, as a matter of fact, uh, was this Peter or Paul? Are or we robbing Peter to play Paul? All right, uh, basically, when you translated this, I went, see, that's the problem right there. That's the problem. So, if you have uh, ale thun, you will occasionally see eil-fa, and then alfan, meaning third person plural. What's that the equivalent of? That is similar to or congruent with elisa or elisan, right? First singular, third plural. And we said with the weak aorist, as dumpy as those forms were, you could at least identify them. So here we're doing that, and we're doing that, as opposed to ale, fun, ale, fun. See? That would be just like you made that mistake. So it would be like when my son was four years old and, four years old and said, Daddy, I hitted the ball. You're making it kind of more normal, the weak form. Weak forms are always regular and predictable. Now, note what I say here. pun," ipon, elthon, and idun are the ones that are especially prone to this modification. And these are obviously very common verbs. This is not in your text. You might want to make a note for yourself. In the Septuagint, the same thing happens with lombano and echo, but we tend not to see that in the New Testament. So in the Septuagint, you'll see lombano do stuff like that and echo. Actually, what they will tend to do is this. You'll, you'll see this. This is kind of a funky-dude sort of form. For lambano, instead of elabon, they don't do elaban, they do this. Elabosan. You know, we're using that sigma followed by alpha and the nu, and then that's they took. Now there is there is an accenting uh, error in the book, an example five for all of you, not only the old printing, and that is the accent in example five should surely not be a circumflex. It should be a smooth breathing mark and a an acute accent instead of ail thamen, Ail thamen. All right, we're going to skip D for right now, and we're going to go to E. This is what you've always feared, that some verbs would take cases other than the accusative for direct object. Yeah. uh, Oh, no, yes. That is a proper response. Oh, no. Well, do you know what this is like? It's like that business, I think, uh, Phil, you were the guy who brought this up, a particle. You know how we have to use particles in some sort trust in God, all right, talk over the contract? Well, this is like using a particle. Rather than saying, trust in God. And you actually use a different case. We don't say gods with the apostrophe s or something like that. But that's what Greek does with some things. And the trouble is, it's some really important and common verbs, the most important of which is at the top of page 157. Pistoio, to believe or trust in. And uh, well, to believe or trust, and then there's a separate uh, thing for trust in. So, if you say, the master believed the slave, you use the dative for the person you believe. Let's go back to page 156. Now, let's look at example 11. Theo, to follow, takes the dative, not the accusative. It takes the dative. Those of you who know German, folgen nimmt datum, dativ, takes the dative. Lots of languages do this, where the word for following takes the dative case rather than the accusative case for the object. Martireo, eh, you know what, this is actually a little bit more normal here. Uh, Maybe this shouldn't even be on the chart. The apostle bore witness to the truth. What you bear witness to is in the dative case. Uh, who was it? There's was somebody over here, Ron, I believe. Remember when we had that business of he drew near to the city, and I had a p on there, and you were asking. <clears throat> you'll see that a p also in a case like this. Bore witness to the truth, and then you'll have a p. Every once in a while, that that'll show up. Now, look at a kuo and Hoptimai, examples eight and nine. <clears throat> Let's take Hoptimai first. Example nine. This woman touched Jesus. What you touch is in the genitive. And that's because there is one basic uh, usage in Greek that we haven't talked about up to this point, and that's this. Verbs of sense, except for the verb of seeing, sight, take the genitive in Greek. So, touching, tasting, smelling, hearing, all generally take the genitive. Now, so far, you have done a kuo with the accusative, and it does occur this way. But the classical way to do it was a cool plus the genitive. Right. So that's example eight. The soldiers heard the voice. Now, the question will immediately be raised by Samuel. Is there a difference between a cool with the genitive and a cool with the accusative? Much ink has been spilled over this issue. This is a very interesting problem. In general, it doesn't really look like there is a hard and fast difference. However, the following can be observed. That a cool with the genitive is normally used when we are talking about the sensation of hearing. Example. They heard a sound in the basement while they were sleeping. All right? So you're talking about the physical act of hearing. If the hearing is emphasizing instead the understanding of the message, more like you say, hey, I hear what you're saying. When I say I hear what you're saying, I mean I understand what you're saying, not I can, I'm in the audible range. That will often be a cool plus the accusative case. So a cool plus the accusative will sometimes apparently be used when there is a, an idea of getting the understanding of the message, and then a cool... Uh, well, here's, you, know, you would use a cool plus the genitive in something like, remember when Samuel was, uh, uh, was in the tabernacle uh, uh, with uh, Eli, and he heard the voice, and so on? He's like, aha, you know, he heard a voice. So that, that, that's that physical hearing sensation. That's a cool plus the genitive. But the basic rule, as enunciated in that paragraph, is that the verbs of sense, except verbs of sight, take the genitive. So, tasting. Come and taste the goodness of the Lord. Goodness will be in the genitive. Yep. Okay.